I'm Misty Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. Okay, I'm jumping right in because I feel what I need to say and it's at the tip of my tongue. I want to get it out. So a little bit of a background. I started tarot card reading about 2019-2020 and I do it pretty much every morning with my meditation. I will skip some days. Some days I'll do like an hour worth and do a whole spread. I really enjoy it. I don't know what draws me to it, but I think it's fun trying to interpret the cards and use them in your own life. For me, it's just an extra tool of guidance. I think whatever benefit you get from it is the benefit you put into it. So that's kind of how I work with it. So I've been doing tarot for long enough now that I pretty much know what every card means. I decided today, I've been stumbling with what to speak about on my podcast because I don't want to sound redundant, but I think the underlying idea is kind of the same thing. At the bare bones, it's all the same idea. So I'm trying to find ways to reach more people in more situations and different examples. If I don't experience those in my own life, sometimes then I get stuck on what to talk about. So I thought today, since I've been stuck for a few days on what to talk about, I would draw from my tarot cards. Today is Thursday, May 26th, and this is the week that there has been an uproar in the country, rightfully so, of the question of protecting our children. That's a hard thing to let sink in, especially being a mom. I think it's important for us to figure out how we can, by ourselves, in our own way, work through that. And what does the best outcome for you look like? What would you prefer to see rather than what you did see? And and how do you make those little changes in your own life to put yourself in that projection of what you'd rather see? How do you take steps to get there? What do you tell yourself mentally? What are you doing physically? And those are good questions about kind of stepping back and looking at the bigger picture of what you put emphasis on and what you maybe try and avoid and what you downplay. And I don't know. So good things to think about in a horrible way. The tragedy is not something you ever want to hear. These cards do not pertain to that. I want to make that very clear. I choose not to speak on that topic other than what I just said. Because I think it's very personalized to the individual. And like I just said, I think you need to figure it out for yourself on how to digest it and what to do with that energy. But the show must go on in my life because I made a promise to myself and to my listeners that I would put out three to four episodes a month. And if I don't do this week, then it would only be two episodes for the month of May. So here we go. Okay, so I picked two tarot cards for today's podcast episode. The first one was the Five of Pentacles. Pentacles is related to earthly matters, material things, the physical realm that we're in, very money-driven, materialistic, positive and negative, both sides. And then the second card I chose was Justice. The way the tarot cards work, you have major themes, which are like major life themes, And then you have minor themes within that. So if you get a major card, it's called Major Arcana. 
then you know that that's the overarching theme. It takes a longer time. It's like the wave of life that you're going through at that moment. Justice is one of those cards. So justice is, just as it sounds, the legal system, checks and balances, rights and wrongs, basically balancing out your do's and your don'ts. And then the pentacles is a minor arcana. There's four types of minor arcanas. Pentacles is one of them. And like I said, it's the earthly realm, material, physical matters. And this number five is actually probably the worst number in the numbers of pentacles. It goes from ace all the way to king, just like a regular suit of cards. And this card is a portrait of two what looks to be raggedy, homeless people walking through the snow. One is on crutches and they're like trying to force their way through the snow. And then there's this like beautifully lit stained glass window behind them that's like all lit up with light and they're not looking at it, they're walking away from it. So the card itself is very symbolic. And then when you pair it with justice, the balancing of what this card seems to be, that these people feel and are in a situation of despair and desperation, but if they just look around them, if they look at in a different way, they'll see maybe there's some light that can help them. So you have the poor and the defeated, and then you have the bright light and the comfort and the compassion and the help. It's your choice whether you take that help or not. And I think that that's where the justice comes in because you need to be able to balance out your rights and wrongs, your pores and your wealth, your defeated and your winning. So I don't know, this to me says in order to find the fair answer to our problems, in order to find justice and balance and harmony, We need to look for the light. We need to look for the compassion. We need to find how we can support each other and help each other and raise each other up. Instead, maybe we're in this mentality of the physical is hard and there's never enough and things are always wrong and we choose not to look at the light right now. We're choosing not to look for help and not to look for community and compassion and support. And maybe we should. Okay, these cards are good. They reminded me of something I read the other night that actually was so profound. I had to read it like three or four times in a row to let it really sink into my mind because it's a hard thing to wrap your head around. You have to kind of play it out through your mind to make it make sense for you. So I'm reading a book about the subconscious mind. So a part of the book, and I'm not going to say it verbatim because I don't have the book with me, but I'm going to give the essence of what I learned from it. Basically, everything is neutral. Every situation is neutral. The way that you form emotions around the event is how you perceive the event. So when you are looking at something, Your thoughts are going and your thoughts are connecting to maybe some past thoughts and some past experiences of your own that have emotions already attached to those thoughts. So then they're brought forward and then you pretty much make a decision on the thing in front of you based on thoughts that you've already formed with emotions that are already attached to those thoughts. So you choose how you see situations. Every single person will see a situation a different way than you do. 
because their past thoughts that they're bringing up again have different feelings connected to them because when those thoughts first happened, they were in a different situation with different people in different emotions. So their thought on this singular event that you're watching is going to be different than your thought because of that attached emotion to that thought. I hope this is making sense. You create your emotions and your feelings towards an event because of past thoughts and past feelings. It is a pattern. That's why you're able to change that mental pattern. But it's hard because you have to actively be aware of what you're thinking and how that makes you feel every single time. And your mind is running 24-7, so it's a 24-7 job. And most people don't want to put that kind of effort in. So it's easier to run from it and to push it down and to be like, well, that's just how I feel about it. I don't know why. That's just how I feel. I can't give you any reason. That's just how I feel. Well, you can give a reason. Think about the last time you felt that way. Think about the last time you had that thought. Where were you? What were you doing? What are the similarities between that event and thought and feeling and this event and thought and feeling? Where's the connection? Do you like the connection? And if not, how do you break that connection? In the current event, choose a different thought, which then produces a different emotion. So let's give an example. Based on these cards that we're seeing, I'm going to use the Five of Pentacles. Their current situation is they are homeless and it is snowing outside. Let's say, for the sake of having an example, that these two people have been in this situation before or they've been in a situation where they felt defeated and then another something piled on top of that feeling of defeated to make it extra defeated. They created a thought of this sucks, which then fed emotions of this sucks. So now they have that in their minds. Now bring them to present day current emotions. Now they're defeated walking in the snow. So because they've had this feeling of defeatedness before, they're going to bring that thought back up. This sucks, which brings that feeling back up. This sucks. Or in this current situation, they could feel defeated and decide that they want to look or feel or think a different way. So then they decide to look around them, to broaden their horizon, to open their perspective, to open their mind, and they see this brightly lit stained glass light that is just asking for them to come inside. And maybe they go inside and they find refuge for the night. So then that feeling of defeatedness gets overtaken by the feeling of compassion, by the feeling of community, by the feeling of support. Even if it's just for that one night, they felt different than they felt 30 minutes earlier. Just because they decided to change their thought, just because they decided to take a second and say, no, I don't want to think this way, I don't want to feel this way, so I'm going to find another way. And so they did. Which brings us to the card of justice. Balancing your decisions, balancing your do's and don'ts, balancing your mindset. If you're heavy on the negative, you need to start finding positivity. If you're heavy on the positive, sometimes we need a little bit of a wake-up call that, hey, you know, you have to have that empathy and you have to have that awareness of people going through things that are terrible. Here's some mental mindset homework for you. 
I want you to think about the last time you felt a certain feeling that you hate to feel. If it's anxiety, if it's anger, if it's jealousy, if it's guilt, if it's dread. Think about the last time that you felt that feeling and think about why. And then think about the first time you felt that feeling. When was the first time you felt anxious? When was the first time you felt guilty? The first time you felt defeated? The first time you felt lost? And what was happening around that? What were your thoughts? What was the event? What were the emotions surrounding that? And how does that connect to every single time you felt it since then and up until the last time you felt it? Because there will always be a connection. It's a pattern. It's a thought pattern. If you like it, if it makes sense to you, if you want to keep it, that's fine. But if you want to challenge yourself to have a different type of thought process, just to see, just maybe see how you can change those feelings of negativity and fear and all of those down words. If you want to replace them, all you have to do is try. You don't know if you can't do it until you give it a good go. So to balance out those negative thoughts and feelings and emotions, if you feel those overwhelming emotions every day, try and change your thought pattern. Just for one of the emotions, just for your anxiety. Just try and change the thought patterns on your anxiety. Stop yourself. Say, I choose not to see it this way. I choose not to feel this way about it. I'm going to find a different way. And you get to fill that space with whatever you want to fill that space with because then that starts to change the thought process. And it's going to be very, 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 very hard. And you're going to want to give up. But I can promise you that if you get over the hump, you'll start to realize that you fill your own thoughts with positivity. You fill your own thoughts with balance. And then you surprise yourself. Oh my gosh, the first thing I thought was not pain. Maybe the first thing I thought was compassion. And I acted off of the feeling of compassion instead of acting off of the feeling of pain. If you're asking, because I would be, why it matters to change your thought pattern, it's good to feel dread, it's good to feel guilt, it's good to feel loss, it's good to feel your emotions. I agree. But I think that if you are attaching your actions to your emotions, then we need to make sure those aren't going to be detrimental to more than just you. If you're acting on feelings of loss, that action might be fueled with anger, with resentment, with hurt, with pain, and those are blinding actions. Those will make you do things that you're not fully aware of because they're blinding you. Like they literally say, a blind rage, I blacked out. That's because you literally do, because those actions are from a place of deep, deep, deep fear that you need to work through. If you're not acting on those emotions and you're just allowing yourself to feel those emotions and then releasing them, that's wonderful, that's beautiful, that's how it should be. But if you're not and you're acting on them, that's when you need to change your thought pattern. That's when you need to change your thought pattern to positive because If we can see a current event situation and your immediate response is to feel anger and then that anger leads you to lash out, that's not going to help anybody. But if you can look at it with compassion and that makes you want to take action, 
you're taking action with your compassion fueling you, not with your anger fueling you. So when you take action with compassion, with kindness, with love, with community in mind, in your thought pattern, you will probably do beautiful things that will help many, many, many people. Okay, that's my two cents on that today. I hope it resonates with whoever it needs to resonate with. Thanks for listening to Sweet Home Cyborg.